0: Flyers Daily with Jason Martides. All right, Here we go. It's the brand new Flyers Daily for the 17th of May, 2023. Offseason continues. Our Flyers Exit Day player interview series continues with Ivan Provorov in this episode as well. And we've kind of had to pivot the last couple of days or last couple of episodes with the naming of Keith Jones as the president of hockey operations and Danny Briere as the Flyers general manager. That interim tag removed. And coming up on Friday's episode. Uh, Keith Jones will be our guest. I'm going to solicit for some listener or Flyer fan questions as well. Keith Jones has done a number of interviews already. I have some specific questions that I want to ask him that I don't know that he has been asked yet. But a lot of the same questions are getting asked over and over again. So I want to give listeners of this podcast and Flyer fans the opportunity to pick some of the questions for Keith Jones. So be on the lookout for a tweet. Uh, to respond if you have a question for the new Flyers president of Hockey Operations. And again, uh, that conversation, that interview will air in Friday's Flyers Daily. Also next week, we will be talking with Flyers general manager, Danny Briere. uh, Now that the president of Hockey Operations is named, and Keith Jones, how how they move forward. And there's a a particular line of questioning. I want to ask Jonesy about this, and I also want to ask Danny Briere about this. But you know, Flyers' front offices, generally speaking over the years, have been aggressive front offices. Now, a lot of those years there wasn't a salary cap. You could be aggressive because money was never an issue. But th- with risk comes great reward, but risk is risk. <laughs> and I just wonder if that aggressiveness will be a trait of Danny Briers or when it may become a trait of Danny Briers. I don't think you incur a lot of risk when you're in the position the Flyers are in right now. You take the best player available. You take the one with the least amount of question marks. You can take that risk, I think, when you're in a different position, but I don't know that uh, being a risky general manager in early on in a rebuild is necessarily the right thing to do. Yeah, you can really hit a home run that way, but you can also strike out, and that could be far more damaging than the greater the greater side of hitting a home run. So uh, we'll ask Danny Breer about that, ask Keith Jones about that as well. But like I said in this episode, we're going to continue our exit day players interview series, and Ivan Provorov is the guest in this episode, and Provorov this season played all 82 games, no shock there, we talk about that. He had six goals, 21 assists. 27 points on the year. He averaged 23 minutes and 1 second of ice time, which is actually the second lowest in his career. The only other time that he allowed, or uh, averaged less ice time per game was his rookie year where it was 2159. He was as high as 2507, that was in the 18-19 season. And again like I said, 23 minutes and 1 second average ice time this year. He's a guy that you know is going to be in the lineup. Availability is Never the question when it comes to Ivan Provorov. In seven years now, he's played in 532 NHL games. So he's played in his his share, and when he can get out there, he is out there. And it takes a ton to get him out of the lineup. He's a guy that has become polarizing in Philadelphia. That seventh overall pick where the Flyers will pick in this draft has become polarizing for, obviously, what happened on Pride Night, and then just his play, the great chemistry he had with Matt Niskanen in the 19-20 season, but has been unable to find with consistency with another partner. So here's my Flyers exit day player interview with defenseman Ivan Provorov. It is Flyers breakup day from the 22-23 season, and joining us right now, Flyers defenseman Ivan Provorov. What's going on, Provy? Uh, no, not too much. You hate this day, don't you?
1: That's, Yeah. Not the, the happiest day. I feel like every time you don't make the playoffs, it's it's a, a fail
0: of a season in a way. You pour so much into it. I mean, how long are you even going to be off the ice? A day? Well, uh, you'll be on the ice tomorrow probably.
1: <laughs> I want to, but I think sometimes it's good to take some time, you know, away and uh, regroup and recharge a little. Why do you want to be on the ice? That's how just, you, you just enjoy it? Just how you get better and, I mean you get to do what you love so
0: it never so, gets old for you not really i mean
1: this game is you know amazing in so many different ways and uh i feel like there's always ways to get better and there's different ways
0: to get joy out of it so uh hard not to be on the ice let me ask you this question because i get I'll walk into a rink and there'll be nobody in it and there's a fresh cut ice out there. And just the hum of the room, you know, from the everything keeping it frozen and everything, there's a peacefulness to that. Like I I look at that like I could stand on an empty beach and look at the ocean. Yeah. Do you get sure. that too?
1: For sure. I mean, yeah, you fresh sheet, ice, no, nobody's there. The ice are, the lights are... Slightly little, dimmer. Slightly dimmer, yeah. you know, and just feels like
0: so I'm not crazy
1: no feels like some you know no matter what's happening you know the world could be going 100 miles per hour but at the rink you you know you're at peace and it's like one one happy place I guess
0: yeah it's a safe space like the smell of the rooms everything the floors I get that same thing and I'm glad that I'm not the only one that gets it and I don't know that a lot of people do Um, the least shocking thing to happen this season is that you played all 82 games yet again i mean seven years into your career you've already played 532 games and you average in that time 24 minutes and five seconds of ice time how are you able to sustain this so it's probably being on the ice quite a bit helps um
1: uh, i think lots of training in the offseason lots of hours uh and uh, you know the time the dev- you know i've put in even before making it to the nhl or playing in juniors you know um not that i you know knew that it was going to turn out exactly this way you know that i was you know started at five and i was going to be like yeah I'll, I'll i'll be in the nhl but um you know put enough effort and enough time sweat and you know blood and tears and you know you when you get towards you know closer towards the draft you know there's not to sound cocky but there's never a, a thought where like i wasn't gonna make it so and then when you have that you try to do everything that you can to make it and when you make it to keep getting better and to keep playing and um and obviously, from competitive side, you you never want to miss a game, never want to miss a shift, because um, you want to be out there competing for your team and for your teammates. and uh, yeah,
0: I always say you can have all the talent in the world, but the best ability is availability. Mm-hmm. and you're a guy that obviously answers the bell game in and game out. Where did the work ethic come from?
1: I mean, it's definitely, you know, my dad, you know, I mean, both of my parents work extremely hard. Um, my dad kind of, you know, taught me from a very young age that, um, you know, you can have all the talent in the world, but if you don't work hard, it's not going to get you anywhere. And every guy is talented in some sort of way here, you know, in the NHL. So now, you know, and some of the stuff you can't control, like the talent. You know, some people have more, some people have less, but you can definitely control the work ethic and you definitely can control the amount of hours you put, you know, into your craft. And uh kind of has been with me from a very young age and uh, never left.
0: Let's talk about the lasting moment from the season, the goal that you score in overtime. And I brought up on the post-game show that the goal that Tippett scored the other night, you were a huge catalyst on it because you get him the puck as you move it up the ice and then you drive the net to, to bring the D down and make them have to account for you, giving him the space to score that goal. And then you join the rush um, in the game, uh, the last game against Chicago and you put a move on a defenseman there that was pretty vicious, pretty, pretty good dangle. And then you finish it going into the net and I remember Brian Smith saying on the post-game show, "It's Game 82. The team's not going to the playoffs, and Ivan Provorov is still pulling that off and crashing into the boards to score an overtime goal." Tell us how the goal played out for you.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's you know, obviously, it's overtime. There's more room. Uh, It's all about puck possession, but at the same time.
0: calculated risk there right
1: yeah I mean at the same time three on three doesn't always guarantee that you have a clear lane to the net because obviously the people that go out there in overtime everybody can skate everybody can uh, um, you know uh, keep a guy in front of you so it comes to uh, honestly trying to stretch the zone try to you know I was trying to bring the guy out and then I saw um uh, York he kind of came down with me and then the his guy followed him so TK was by himself at the far blue line and I knew it was kind of a good opportunity to kind of stretch the ice and then this is where you need to kind of like make one play and then you know TK tries to like suck in all the pressure towards him and then offload it to me and that's yeah. what kind of happened this is where you can create separation this is where you can create um you know give the other teams you can catch somebody flat footed, flat footed and that's what happened i kind of offloaded the t- tk jumped into the hole and then he passed it right back to me and then once i got it jones was kind of flat footed so all i have to is just either go left or right and uh, you know uh ended up being uh pretty decent goal yeah yeah, it
0: was it was a really decent goal it was (laughs) tremendous and you know just that determination too in that situation what was it like for you playing with Yorkie
1: that's been great I mean um I think uh when it comes to deep hangs uh I think the biggest the biggest um and the most important thing is the chemistry you know I mean you have to think the game in a similar way and you have to um of know where your partner is and play off each other and when that uh, chemistry understanding of each other is on a extremely high level uh you're able to almost break the puck out you know out of your uh end zone just with two of you and uh, you know, obviously defending you know you know when to squeeze you know when to pressure and all of that and you if you work in sync it's it's a lot easier and i think uh you know we had a little bit of that last year and I think since York you've been called up this year I think it kind of continued to get better as the season went on
0: the thing is too you need to know where he's going to be when you get in trouble yeah. when you get trapped or put yeah. in jail that you go I know he's going to be there I can't have to look mm-hmm.
1: yeah obviously like you, you know that's what chemistry is all about yeah when away from the pot that's at, at the very high level you don't half the times you don't even need to look you just know where your partner is going to be and uh, that's how overall great teams have success and great pairings have success
0: i know you're a big dog guy and you play the game with such high level of intensity and you know losing affects you a lot and it should um what does your dog do for you in a season
1: oh he's he's awesome helps a ton doesn't it awesome i mean um, you know, my girlfriend and Drake has, you know, has been a great help throughout these, you know, tough times. And, uh, it's, you know, every time you come home, no matter what happens, you know, during the game, whether good, bad, or awful, you know, tough road trip, long road trip, uh, you just know that, you know, um, you know, she's going to be home and, you know, Drake is going to be home, you know treating you like he's you know it's the first time unconditional love Yeah, unconditional love no matter what happens he's always going to be home to love you and uh you know give you the happy moments and uh you know this is, you know it makes uh you know every day and every game is a bit a bit easier it,
0: the dog treats you like you scored that overtime winner every time you come home
1: yeah pretty much, <laughs> pretty much. what kind of dog is it golden retriever
0: okay i have a white english cream yeah, and they are phenomenal dogs. Any thoughts about getting multiple dogs?
1: Yeah, we're
0: double yeah. up the unconditional love. Yeah,
1: we uh, we're we're talking about it. We're just trying to find uh, figure out when is the right time to do it.
0: You got to make sure you get a good vacuum cleaner when you have a golden retriever. Oh, I, I mean, when they shed the undercoat, I, I, it's
1: honestly, it's there's we have like three Roombas, <laughs> two actual vacuums broke. It's it's insane and you can brush them every day, every day for half hour an hour and then there'd be like tumbleweeds of fur just all over the place Yes. Yeah. it looks
0: like my floor is growing a beard sometimes yeah
1: pretty much it's <laughs> it's crazy honestly <obviously, laughs> but um yeah you learn to kind of how to maintain it but it's still going to be somewhere yeah it's the
0: greatest thing in the world provy have a great summer man thanks for doing this and uh, looking for, I know you'll be back on the ice soon. There's nothing I can say to stop you, but I, I appreciate that you have the work ethic that you do. Thanks for doing this. Thank you. Thanks, Daven Provorov, for taking the time. He is a guy that will be on the ice as much as he can, all times of the year. He just loves being on the ice, and sometimes being on the ice by himself. And I'm glad that I'm not the only one that finds comfort in an empty hockey rink with a fresh cut sheet of ice. He finds us as well. All right, everybody, thanks for listening again. Keith Jones, Flyers president of hockey operations, will join us coming up on Friday's episode, and we will talk to you then on a brand new Flyers daily.